think the thing at least I think we've hit on quite a bit is is there's a calling to be leaders and to be constant in our focus around who we are, living out our values. If you happen to share faith as a Christian like we do, then you know living out those values, placing uh, those things first in your life, even during the holidays, even when the pressure to f- meet some cultural norm or family idol norm that I you know that I've struggled with in our family. Um, is 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 hot, you know. Being able to stay uh, focused is, is is key. Merry Christmas and happy holidays from Josh and Eric at the Consultant and the Coach. Today we are all ready to talk family and holidays. What does that look like from a consulting point of view, from a coaching point of view? Hey, we're getting into it today. So hey, uh, if you're listening to this after December 25th, that's totally okay holidays come around all year and whether it's 4th of July, Easter, Thanksgiving, it can be applied as well too. Enjoy Family of the Holidays from Consultant and the Coach. Welcome to the Consultant and the Coach podcast. My buddy Josh and I, we are bringing you a little TCTC podcast on family and the holidays my friend absolutely it's a little national lampoon style <laughs> well we're getting, taking a little break from our content and uh, helping hopefully all of our listeners with some uh, content around this time of year which is i think challenging for most people at least in some way if you, it is. If you don't have any challenges then take this week off don't listen and, and i uh, think some <laughs> of the reason why it's challenging because we run our businesses in such an amazing way and i say that with a little bit of sarcasm we go home to family and the holidays unless some of our families don't function like great businesses yeah no and even if our function if in our even when our families do there's i think as we've talked about in this you know um this podcast in the past there's issues that our our families are under greater stress Mm -hmm. right i think when extended family becomes part of the picture they're under greater stress and and you know, if you're one of those lucky few that has a picture-perfect holiday then and you're running a business, guess what? Most of the people in your company do not. And so That's think about true. ways to help them. And one more thing every year is one more year of drama to come into the next year of holidays. Yeah. And, oh, and there was a pandemic this year, just in case anyone did not know about it. So, yeah. hey, what's our, what's our scripture verse that you came up? Absolutely. So I thought this one was interesting just in the context of family and holidays. Um in particular family, but I think it applies to holidays. Mark 10, 29 to 31. I assure you, Jesus said, there is not no one who has left house, brothers or sisters, mother or father, children or fields because of me and the gospel who will not receive 100 times more. Now at this time, houses, brothers and sisters, mothers and children and fields with persecutions and eternal life in the age to come. But many who are first will be last and the last first. Uh, and the reason I thought of that one was I think one of the challenges around the holidays, at least I find, especially in American culture, and this probably applies in other cultures, just around other holidays. Christmas has become, you know, very, um, un, uh, very uh, cultural, right? It's oh, become kind of lacks its religious orientation in many parts of society, and I think it's reoriented, or I would say, re-idolized, or idolized the the family piece of that. And uh, so I think it's a good reminder that as we all, you know, in TCTC community group here, face family pressure to not let family or the appearance of the perfect holiday become an idol between ourselves and our priorities, our faith, and the things we're um, trying to make progress on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you said that, I don't want to jump past it. Mm -hmm. Don't let the appearance 
appearance mm-hmm. of the perfect family and holiday, and I can and I can get into what that looks like. Um, I had a blow up in my family five six years ago, and literally it was over the Thanksgiving holiday, mm-hmm. and at the time I was forty years old, and it was like my mom and dad said to me. By the way, I'm 40 with four kids, ginormous comp- company, and they're like, Eric, you are coming to our house for Thanksgiving on this day, and you're going to stay at our house for four days over Thanksgiving. And I'm like, uh, you're talking to me like I'm 10, coming home my s- freshman year of college. Mm-hmm. And it was it was interesting because like, I can run a full company and no, I don't have to go to your house mm-hmm. for four straight days. <laughs> kind of hope my parents don't listen to this podcast. If they do, we've already talked about it, had counseling on it, you name it. But yeah. he, it, just because we run big companies doesn't necessarily mean there's not this drama because yeah. I think what happens a lot of times we grow as business leaders, we mm-hmm. grow as consultants, mm-hmm. we grow as coaches. Our fa- what I would call foo or family of origin stays yep. the same. Mm-hmm. So I would expect that for my family in the ni- early 1990s, but not today. And, and there's this little disconnect that happens. Absolutely. Yeah, I know. And I could share story after story of my own dysfunctional uh, family interactions, both my, my family and my wife's family, and lots of dysfunction. But well, actually, one statement, I, I like talking to people, by the way, about their family of origin, and, and in particular, holidays are a really good way to get to know, actually, somebody's scenario, like mm-hmm. their situation, like oh, yeah. how they celebrate holidays, and what, where they spend their time, and things like that are really interesting. I was talking to this guy at my church yesterday, a really smart guy, actually. I was impressed at his his level of insight at a relatively young age. He was saying how he's um, third of four children. Um, and how holidays have been challenging, and I thought this was interesting, because he spent five years in Romania, so just on, on doing some work with a faith-based group there. Um, they, you know, celebrate a lot of American holidays. They were in a very multicultural city, so a lot of people, they got to host people for holidays and kind of give people the American, you know, holiday experience who maybe weren't Americans. And he said it was interesting, it was challenging for the, while he was looking forward to the holidays and had a good, he felt good relationship with his family and his siblings and all this other stuff. But he now has two kids and he's married. And um, how it was interesting because his, they, sort of his role had evolved and he was still trying to figure out his family role, right? Because of the fact that he had been vacant for five years, right? Physically, even though obviously they're still caring for each other and communicating you know, when you're not there. And I think what it reminded me of thinking about this podcast was, you know, I think to your story, there's this key element of family system theory, which if you haven't heard on previous podcasts, go back and listen to, we've addressed several times, but there's also just these expectations around role you play. And so you might be a CEO, you might be, you know, head of HR, you might be, you know, running some significant division. It doesn't change the fact that you have probably played a particular role, good or bad, functional or dysfunctional in your organ- in your family. Mm-hmm. And so they don't know or care that you've done those things. You show back up, you're supposed to play that role. And when you don't play that role, when you attempt to shift just know that that causes significant friction, it, undoubtedly, right? And, and Absolutely. There's plenty of times that that's happened in my life we could talk about, for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, 
earlier we talked about adulthood Mm -hmm. and I love the term adulthood because as we all grow, we grow in our adulting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes we almost forget it and we'll revert back to 10 year old Eric or 14 year old Josh. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. Hey, this year I turned 45 years old and I I function differently. My kids are going off to college for crying out loud. It's a different ball game. Yeah. And one of the helpful things I found for myself, even as I go into the holidays, we create our own rules now. Mm-hmm. It's the Michelson family. That's what we did. So, mm-hmm. you know, when when everything blew up with my family, one of the things I, I said out with my wife and a good counselor, we're like, okay, what are our traditions? Mm-hmm. Next three years, I'm like, you know, we ain't doing Christmas the old way. So the next three years, Christmas, Costa Rica. Mm-hmm. The very next year, we did Christmas camping in Hawaii. The very next year, we did Christmas in Paris, France. Mm-hmm. It was, why? Because we flipping could. That's why. Right. And it was awesome. <laughs> but it was like, I almost had to have this family blow up. Yeah. And we're like, hey, we can do this. And we, our business leaders know this. Hey, it's their business. How are we going to help them build their business? Mm-hmm. But we can do the same thing in family families as well too yeah no and, and and on that note one of the things you know i've noticed is actually it's funny this is all good timing talking to my wife even about this last night uh about family and expectations coming up for the holidays and um i've noticed that where i've gotten sort of in trouble when i've had these blow-ups with family mm-hmm. either over thanksgiving or it, it's been because i was intentionally or even subconsciously trying I would get mixed up between, or or they would, usually both, between some void I was trying to fill in myself that was sort of never well done as when I was a kid oh. versus I was getting it mixed up with like, okay, I'm taking my family into this situation with my parents as an example or my wife's parents and looking for this fulfillment and realizing actually it's because it was a hole that I never had filled. And so I've got to be checking myself constantly now around especially the holidays to say okay am I trying to give my family a safe healthy well-balanced holiday experience that doesn't over you know over engineer on presence or feelings or you know idol idols of, of culture or am I attempting in this case to try to fill something in myself that, mm-hmm. that's never really been well filled in terms of proper support and dysfunction and other things, family origin issues. Um, and because I found myself deeply disappointed when this happens. Um, and then just off the rails for weeks, right, afterwards. Yeah, and that's where we're not going to go into deep executive coaching or deep counseling, but this is what you're talking about is the difference between foo, family of origin, mm-hmm. versus fog, family of God. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things, it, it's so obvious, Christmas Oh, yeah, it's not about presents. It's not about certain things. It's about celebrating the birth of our Savior. Mm-hmm. That's right. But we can kind of forget about it sometimes. So when we had this big blow up in our family, I had to sit down with my wife. I'm like, yeah, it's about Jesus. We're going to celebrate the Savior. Yeah. It's not how you do it. It's that it's done. Yeah. Now, for some, it might be a huge gathering. Mm-hmm. Other times it might be, yes, you have to meet all the family members because that's how we're going to celebrate it. Other people, it might be not hanging out with family and going down to the Union Gospel Mission, and that's how mm-hmm. it could be best done. The point, And I think if 
if any of our listeners are just saying, hey, I'm, I'm getting mixed up in this, what do I do? Mm-hmm. Go back to, hey, what's the purpose of the holidays? Truly, is it Thanksgiving for the sake? What are we thankful over? Christmas, is it how are we going to celebrate the Savior? Or what, what, and then reverse engineer back from there. Mm-hmm. So that's how I would take it from a, you know, a coaching and pulling it back. What do I want to, even New Year's. Mm-hmm. I love New Year's holidays. It's a new start for the P&L. It's a new <laughs> start for all the other things we've been talking about for the entire year. I love it. Yeah. Well, and I think the other thing is we've talked about, you know, this concept of steadfastness or even seasons and rhythms. If you haven't read that blog or seen that, read that podcast, Mm -hmm. go back and listen. I think thing at least I think we've hit on quite a bit is is there's a calling to be leaders and to be constant in our focus around who we are, living out our values. If you happen to share faith as a Christian like we do, then you know, living out those values placing uh, those things first in your life, even during the holidays, even when the pressure to meet some cultural norm or family idol norm that I, you know, that I've struggled with in our family, um, is, is, is hot, you know, being able to stay, uh, focused is, is key. So just, you know, encouragement to our leaders out there, you can do it, you know, find ways to set, set, settle so in. So if we know something's going to happen in the holidays, mm-hmm. let's just throw out, oh, anxiety. Yeah. Whether it's getting the perfect gift or interacting with Uncle Bob or crazy Aunt Edna or... The what, perfect what dinner. Do you, what do you do about the anxiety? Or if it's your spouse's anxiety that you're going to have to deal with, what do you do? Yeah, I think this is the time to, you know, I think so many times that the pressure on, and I've been there, is you, you sort of depart from your norms and routines. And actually, I think this is the time of year to double down on them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we've talked about kind of norms and routines, daily, weekly rhythms. And I think this is the time of year you've got to actually settle in more to how you start your day, settle in more to how you end your day, settle in more closely to your exercise routines, your eating routines, actually become more diligent, not less, um, so that you can ground yourself in your values, who, who you've made to be, how you're living those out daily, so that then when you either encounter those situations, you can be more reminded, or if you're trying to work with a spouse who's struggling with, with those, you're helped to ground them in sort of your shared you know, family values that you've committed to. So um, I have a confession. Mm-hmm. You know this, kind of. Every fall, I gain 20 to 25 pounds. I also have the gift of having, I can lose 20 to 25 pounds every spring. Exactly what you just said, I don't do. Hmm. So listen to Josh, not Eric. I'm just going <laughs> to confess and you guys can be nice and come to... Uh, I, I don't do that. And I think the reason why I don't do that is I get thrown for a loop sometimes in the holidays and I drink one too many Baileys or um, whiskeys yeah. and I I will eat too much cookies and cakes and this and that. And before I know it, mm-hmm. where I was pushing you to run a fast 5K in October and you're now like, Eric, I'm now two minutes a mile faster than you. And it's, it's only been two months. <laughs> I haven't gotten any faster. Happened? And it's because, and the reason why I, I don't do what you just said. Yeah. And for the last five years, it hasn't worked out. Yeah. Well, and I think, you know, what I would say to people who are listening who might yeah. be in your camp, right, is... You know, there's there's ways. At least I've learned to borrow from other 
um, systems. You know, what, so what I like about, uh, and I don't know a lot about Alcoholics Anonymous, but what I like about it is, is there's this recognition of like, you can only take care of the moment in front of you. Absolutely. Right. You can't really very well decide, okay, I'm never going to drink again. No, right? you can't. You can work on, okay, I'm going to try to not drink for the next hour. Mm-hmm. And then, and then the go, hour I, becomes between now and lunch, between now and like tomorrow. Right. And then that's really, that's really as far as you're going to go. Right. And, and, and for me, what, when I started down this journey, at least, what I realized was, okay, what's like the one thing I can do every single day to reset and focus? You know, for me, that's reading scripture, mm-hmm. prayer, starting every morning with my Bible, 5.15-ish a.m., give or take. Um, and, and there's some other routines and certainly some other ways that I'm probably a little bit crazy. But um, there's, there's ways that I would just encourage folks find one thing. So, so even if you go all Bailey's and family anxiety and your life just sort of goes nuts one day, guess what? Sun comes up tomorrow, lock back into that one thing you do every day and just reset and restart. Even more smaller, not even that one day, this next hour. Yeah. No, if you got to start there, start with an hour at a time. And what I do literally, I'm going to walk a mile. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Now I don't get... I'm doing way better this year. Yeah. Way better this year. I was going to say, you haven't put on that much weight this year, so we're doing good. Not much at all. Yeah. Excellent. That's great. So I think, you know, and then getting into the why does this matter, right? Mm -hmm. I think we, you know, getting back to why TCTC exists, what are we trying to do with with leaders who are part of our community? Um, You know, we want want people to come out the other side of Christmas and New Year's even more successful in 2022, right? We've all been through a lot with the pandemic. Family holidays, you know, for some of us may help. Most of us, it doesn't. Um, we're trying to give folks tips and tricks for, for beginning to look to the new year. Um, and, you know, beginning to think about um, keeping your eyes on the goals coming up, you know, next week, well, and, life planning. And in so, business, mm-hmm. when there is a, when something happens in business and you notice a pattern. So mm-hmm. I just told you my pattern. Yeah. It doesn't mean I'm going to do it again this year. Yeah. So this year, you know, we record the podcast episode on November 22nd. Or today is November 20, yeah, November 22nd. I actually put down on my calendar, November 24th, I'm going to stop drinking for the rest of the year. Hmm. Why? It's not helpful. <laughs> I, I'm not, I'm not, you know, it's one of those, it's not helpful. I can stop drinking. Okay, I will pick it up again January 2nd. Yeah. But that's what I need to do this year, just like a good bit, you know, business plan. Okay, we're, we need to move the needle from here to here. Mm-hmm. This is how we're going to recommend with that business. And it might start small. Yeah. Well, and again, I think we've mentioned this a couple of times, the Seasons and Rhythms episode, you know, recognizing we are rhythmic creatures. If, like Eric mentioned, and, and I've had these, you know, I, my, my, my dead period of, of really hardship is like really Christmas to middle of February. Um, when we know we have these seasons of difficulty, our bodies know that, right? Yes. And our, our psyche knows that. And so there's, there is a desire almost physically, whether it's good or bad habits, to fall back into those. And mm-hmm. so you're smart, right? So you're recognizing you're, you're seeing the rhythms of your past. Your body wants to go back into that rhythm. Oh, absolutely. Right? And so you're attempting to do is thinks, you know, wisely about, okay, what can you do to help your body adjust and perform differently, right, during these next six weeks? And then I will, A, I've made the decision. Mm -hmm. This is what I'm going to do. And then this is your basic psychology. Not only am I going to not drink, 
I am telling other people ahead of time, hey, mm-hmm. Josh, mm-hmm. I'm not going to drink, which actually adds another level mm-hmm. of help because if you see me next Friday, hey, dude, let's go drink two IPAs, you'd be like, dude, you just put on the entire podcast as well as told me <laughs> and everyone else. We can't do that, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which actually helps You got to get kombucha. Me. I'll get the I'll get the Yeah, and that's what it's going to be. We're going to go out <laughs> to the beer shop and I, I will be drinking kombucha with all those great probiotics. But that's that's... Figure out what is it that needs to happen, or hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna go for a walk with my spouse, and we're just gonna talk about what we are grateful for for mm-hmm. the next forty minutes, mm-hmm. or what are you gonna teach your seven year old yeah. or your fourteen year old, or even let's say you don't have kids, your business. How am I gonna be grateful and show my business that I am grateful yeah. for them? Yeah. One of the things our business does every year is we just give out fifty dollar gift cards, and. Uh, to the local grocery store. It's great. You know, and the, it's way easier than handing out turkeys. You know, whether, yeah, I want them to buy turkeys for their family or some might buy wild turkey or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's how do we show our team members we are grateful for them? Right. Yeah. Well, and I think the other, you know, thing to, you know, beginning to look ahead a little bit to next week too is the reason all this matters then is is gets into the psyche of new year's resolutions yeah right and we're not going to get into that too much today but i think you know one of the things that i always find to be interesting is the psychology behind new year's resolutions and how much people fail at them what it is about people that they fail at them and i think a big issue for me, i think you know I, I haven't read a ton about this part but i think a big piece is people regret Right, people are sort of in the post-Christmas regret of a yeah. of a season that's not gone how they want, and so they make some wildly superfluous resolution mm-hmm. that they're never going to stick to, especially when they come to themselves again. Right, so they move out of that season of regret, and then they don't stick to the resolution. Then they go through another you know period of depression or regret because then they failed themselves again. And I think you know what you're talking about is is beginning to sort of get ahead of and begin to set some habits maybe for this season that then require less of the resolution season, right? Mm-hmm. Because by doing what you're, you're talking about, you're not going to have to then go lose that weight on January 1st. You're going to be able to focus on something healthier. But here's the but. Okay. I'm okay with that. Yeah. And we talked a couple of weeks ago about grace. Yeah. And some people will say, I knew your resolutions never work. Therefore, we're not going to have any. That is the wrong yeah, thing. Absolutely. Yes. Have them. But look back, what didn't work last year? Right. And even if I, you know, a couple of years ago, I'm like, I'm going to read 52 books in 52 weeks. Right. Dang, I missed it. I only did 40. Right. What a failure. I read 40 books Still in read 52 40 books. weeks. Yeah. And so, yes, we're talking about seasons right now, mm-hmm. the holiday season. But as we move into that, um, how do we learn? How do we grow? Yeah. Absolutely. Well, and I think that, again, getting into the topic for next week to lead us in a little bit here yeah. is life planning, right? So instead of just focusing on a one-year resolution, how do you tie together the whole life you now feel called to lead, live as a leader, right? Yeah. Or where do you not know where your calling is? And how do you lean into those questions? And how do you then build a life that has the legacy you're wanting to have when you get to the end of your life? And how do you map towards that, right? And so the resolutions for this year are with a purpose, right versus something that's maybe a little bit more um surface level for this year yeah so amen to that but until then um i do have to say this merry christmas merry christmas from the consultant on the coach we're excited uh you guys joined us you guys everyone who's listening have a very happy holiday season 
And uh, we look forward to talking to you next week after Christmas. Hey, we'll talk New Year's resolutions right before the new year, and it's not too late. Excellent. All right. Take care, everyone. Merry Christmas. Sounds good. Well, hey, I hope you listened to this podcast before you threw um, the ham or whatever food or drank too much at your company Christmas party, whatever that looked like. But hey, uh, thank you so much for listening to The Consultant and the Coach. We are excited that you listen to our podcast. If you want more, go to theconsultantandthecoach.com, schedule a free introductory consulting or coaching with Josh and myself. Also, check out our blog, our YouTube, you name it. Um, We would love to have you uh, dive deeper. What does it look like to be a great and amazing leader? Until next week, thanks for listening to the Consultant and the Coach podcast. Mm -hmm.